The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Nicodemus, You must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills, and you can hear the sound it makes, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can this happen? Jesus answered and said to him, You are the teacher of Israel, and you do not understand this? Amen, amen, I say to you. We speak of what we know, and we testify to what we have seen, but you people do not accept our testimony. If I tell you about earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has gone up to heaven except the one who has come down from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning and happy Easter. Uh, this is day 10, week one, day three, as we are counting a full seven weeks to Pentecost. Um, our readings, as you will recall, um, in Acts are what happens after Pentecost, and our readings from the Gospel John is really trying to help us see the Holy Spirit and discover who Jesus is, but really trying to under, uncover for us a closer relationship and understanding of the Holy Spirit. And so today, very much so. Uh, and we can see in the book of Acts that uh, brotherly love that exists right after Pentecost in the community of the disciples, uh, everyone is sharing. There's everyone is together and no one is in need because everyone knows that what people have been given came from God. And so there's that relationship that's there that would have existed for a large part in the journey in the desert when the Israelites left uh, in the Exodus. There was a God provided and the people, although complaining, but yet together and were moved and led in the desert. And so in the gospel reading today, we have this individual, Nicodemus, which we don't find anywhere else. And so John is really trying to help us see something specific, and it's with the Holy Spirit, and Nicodemus shows up three times in the book of John. And this is the first one that we're reading today. Um, this um, message that he has for us is, the wind blows where it wills, and you can hear the sound of it makes, but you do not where it comes from or where it goes. So it is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Well, that word, the wind and the Spirit, are the exact same Greek word. They could, they could be translated two different ways. So that's our first clue that we're really looking at the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Um, it's interesting. So Jesus 
teaches us a little bit about Nicodemus. He's a master teacher. He must understand the Old Testament incredibly and is looked at as the definitive source of where to go. So he's the teacher of all the old prophets and the scrolls that would describe what uh, Israel is about. And so Jesus is really kind of pushing him. So you're the teacher. I think that was a nudge for Nicodemus. If he really understood those old prophets, and he certainly did, he would have known a reading from Isaiah, Isaiah 48, and this is right before we get to the suffering servant. And so listen to what Isaiah says that God is talking through him. He says, come near me and listen to this. The sovereign Lord has sent me endowed with his spirit. This is what the Lord says, your redeemer, the holy one of Israel. I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you, who directs you in the way you should go. It sounds just like what Jesus is saying. You're the teacher, Nicodemus, but here, this is what God said. He's the teacher. And so he did. He led the Israelites through the desert. He led them through all of the uh, times that they were thrown out of Israel. They did not thirst when he led them through the deserts, He made water flow for them from the rock. He split the rock and water gushed out. Well, Nicodemus goes down the path of, well, how are you reborn? Okay, so he goes down this path. How are you? And and he's thinking physically, which is what many of the uh, Jews and the Sanhedrin and the leaders typically did. They really focused on that physical Um, The second time we see Nicodemus, uh, it's right after Jesus at one of the feasts, uh, the one where water is so important, basically says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. And at the Sanhedrin, everyone was starting to say, what are we going to do with Jesus? And it's Nicodemus that said, maybe we should listen to him. So Nicodemus is, there's a seed planted. He heard what was said to him in the first encounter. Maybe we should listen. Of course, they don't. And our third experience with Nicodemus is after Jesus' death. And I suspect that Nicodemus probably was at a place that he could see what happened. And he sees the soldier's lance pierce Jesus and blood and water flows out. He can see that the things that Jesus was telling him in the Old Testament were coming true. And the Holy Spirit was working in Nicodemus. And so Nicodemus, we see what his actions are. They reveal what he really believed because he brings a hundred pounds 
of myrrh and spices and aloe to anoint the body. That's a royal burial. And it's Nicodemus that joins uh, Joseph of Amrithea that brings and does that. So we can see a working of the Holy Spirit through Nicodemus. I think John wants to teach us that because that's how the Holy Spirit works in our own life. Now, because this is the, uh, we're still in kind of the wake of Divine Mercy Sunday, um, this three appearances by Nicodemus reminded me of something that I have read and remember about um, Faustina's diary. Um, and it's an interesting, uh, it's paragraph 1486, if anybody wants to reread this. But it's, it's about troubled souls as uh, they have died. And uh, what she's saying is that Jesus will come three more times at the moment of death uh, to try and appeal to the soul. And it's on the third attempt that I wanted to just recall what he had said, because again, I think it's not just at death, but I think it's also at all times of our life, how the Holy Spirit and Jesus work together. But it's at the third time, if the soul has really said, no, I don't accept Jesus. So it says, here's the final attempt. Jesus is gonna come one more time. And Faustina writes, but this final grace emerges from the merciful heart of Jesus and give the soul a special light by means of which the soul begins to understand God's effort. But conversion depends on its own will. The soul knows this for her is his final grace and it sh should even uh, and should even a flicker of goodwill exist in that soul if even a flicker of goodwill the mercy of god will accomplish the rest it's amazing how the Holy Spirit works within us, and we can see this in Nicodemus slowly over time. There was an opening, a questioning, then a listening. Maybe, maybe I should listen to what the Holy Spirit's telling me. And when the Holy Spirit sees that slight opening, it's God's infinite mercy that comes and gets it over the hump. But our will has to be open to that. And so that's the challenge that we have of keeping a willing, open, listening heart that we're always ready to try and understand the guiding, the teaching of what the Holy Spirit and what Jesus is trying to do in our own lives. So let's stand and offer our petitions as we